Welcome to the Gone Girl Show with Bree and C, a podcast to help you grow in all areas of life, but first towards Christ. Welcome to the Gone Girl Show with Bree and C. Thanks so much for tuning in. How are you doing, C? I am doing great, Bree. So glad to be with you today. How are you today? I'm doing good. I got to attend KB's listening party for his new album, uh, Today We Rebel. That's the name of it. It comes out mm-hmm. Friday, October 20th. Um, KB okay. is a Christian hip hop artist with the Rich Records label. And he has a couple singles out now, but the album itself comes out on Friday. So that'll be exciting. So check that out. I'm looking forward to it. It sounds exciting. How was the release party? See, that's the thing I love about you. You're always on the go, going to these release parties, Christian hip hop, you know what's going on. How was it? Did you enjoy yourself? You had a good time? It was really nice. He had it set up like a museum so you could see what um, influenced him for the album, all the things from his past that kind of gave him inspiration for it. So it was just nice to see like a behind the scenes story of the album, how it all came Mm. together. Awesome. So glad you enjoyed it. So, C, I have a question yeah. for you. Dun, da, 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 question for me. Okay. What you got? <laughs> what you got, Bree? Have you ever had to break out of a comfort zone? Oh, goodness gracious. So where would I begin? <laughs> I think I've had to do that multiple times in my day. But if I had to choose one that I want to disclose on the podcast, I would say traveling abroad on my own. Um, I, this was a couple of years ago. I got an opportunity to go to Japan. Love the nation of Japan. Didn't know that till I got there. And there were a group of other solo travelers. They were single. Um, there were 12 of us. We all met up in Tokyo and we all traveled to different parts of Japan and had a wonderful time and um, got to experience a different culture and the people loved me. I didn't know that. I would feel so comfortable around the Japanese. I wasn't a big fan of Tokyo. It was very Western to me, but the other towns I loved and they could feel my energy. I could feel theirs. Um, And I definitely was out of my comfort zone. I was so inspired while there on the, you know, to return back to the States. I didn't want to come back. I was like, (laughs) I don't want to come back to the U S and I was talking to someone who he felt the same way. He's like, I don't want to come back to the U S too. I just love this nation. And, um, I don't know. That was uh, that was a very interesting experience, and I will always remember that. And so I certainly stepped out of my comfort zone with that. What about you? Do you have anything inspiring where you stepped out of your comfort zone you want to share? Yes, definitely with travel. I definitely understand that. I've had a few trips myself. And yes, you have. For me, I've had to definitely step out of my comfort zone when I moved to Phoenix, Arizona after I graduated from college. It was a really big move and I didn't know anyone there at all. And actually our guest for this episode is, um, he lives in Arizona. That was a a interesting connection we had that we got to discuss um, before we recorded. But our guest, his name is Mr. Antoine Anderson, and we talked about breaking out of comfort zones. And he is a life coach and author. And the thing about comfort zones is not just 
when we we talked about it's not just about moving somewhere or like moving physically but it's also mm -hmm. a mindset change too for example when you traveled you got exposed to different culture and your your mind you kind of just were open to more things instead yeah. of just traveling so it was great to have that conversation with him he shared a lot of wisdom i know the listeners will enjoy it and i want to add if you check our show notes at www.goinggrowshow.com slash EP28, you might find a promo code for some of the things he offers. Ooh. So, hey, I'm just letting you know. Check it I out. I know. That's <laughs> right. Check it out. You go and grow and get a free book or something. Check out the promo code. That's awesome. Sounds like a wonderful interview. I look forward to hearing it with the rest of everyone um, on this podcast. Sounds fabulous. Yes. We hope you enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Gone Girl Show. This is Bree. Um, today we have a special guest. His name is Mr. Antoine Anderson. He is a husband, father, author, motivational speaker, mind renovator, and life coach with his company, Directing Footsteps, LLC. Welcome to the Gone Girl Show, Antoine. Hey, hey, thank you, Bree. Grateful that you have allowed me the opportunity to come on. I'm excited. I am very grateful to be here with you today. So thank you for having me on. Yes, thanks so much for joining. Shout out to Jay Mayo for connecting us. Um, he hosts the Right to Real Love radio show. It's a great podcast. You should definitely check out. And today we'll be talking about um, stepping out of our comfort zone. But before we get into that, um, is there anything you would like to add about yourself? Well, you know, first and foremost, definitely want to, uh, like you said, give a shout out to Jay. Uh, somebody who definitely is my guy, you know, Jay has always been very uh, supportive and anybody that he connects me with, I definitely want to make sure that I make that connection. Um, as it relates to me, you know, you, you read my, uh, the bio. And I think sometimes when people, some, they hear that terminology mind renovated, they ask the question, like, what does that really mean? And so one of the things that, um, I have, uh, for the lack of better words, the one of the reputations I've been given by those who interact with me, is that I always give them different perspective and changes the way that they see things. And so to some degree, when you think about renovation, it gives a new look. And so, you know, definitely uh, have embraced that reality. You know, the God has given me some insight and not, not to say that I think I know any and everything, but at the same time, I know that he's given me wisdom. And so I really, really love to help people change their perspective uh, and to see things from a different vantage point that can help them grow and that can help them be successful in life. And so uh, with that being said, you know, that's that's just one thing that I make sure that I let everybody know. Yeah, I was curious about the mind renovator. And <laughs> I, I know you definitely have to sometimes talk to someone else to kind of see things from another perspective. As we, you know, we live, we see what we do, but it's great to be able to reach out to someone else and see how someone else can help us. Um, in our last episode, we talked about mentorship some and the benefits of that. So I'm sure life coaching is definitely another uh, asset to people's lives that can help them grow as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mentorship is something that I genuinely believe in. Um, I believe that it's biblical. Uh, we call it discipleship. Uh, the world calls it mentorship or coaching. And so I think that when when you lack that, then you lack the uh, the resources that God has made available to you. And so mentorship, discipling is extremely vital to our lives. Definitely, definitely. I also want to add on your website, you talk about how you 
started at an entry level job and then you worked your way up to executive level. So that that's kudos to you for being a very hard worker. Oh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't easy, let me tell you. But you know, it definitely was determined again. It was one of those things. And to be completely honest with you, is before I was really acknowledging that, you know, that Christ and, and God was really uh had their hand on me. And you know, that's one thing I love about the Lord is that He is um He He's not one who gives gifts and takes them back. In fact, it says that he does not give gifts, gifts with repentance, meaning he doesn't take them away from you. But at that time, you know, I, all I did was I would just use the gifts he gave me. And, you know, he opened up some doors. He gave me some insight. He gave me the determination. And it just happened. You know, it took a little while, but but it happened. So I was definitely grateful for that experience. I learned a lot, learned about a lot about myself. I learned how to lead individuals. Uh, in tough times and good times. So it was definitely, definitely a learning experience. Yes, I'm sure you have so many stories from uh, your your work in corporate America. Absolutely. (laughs) So eventually you decided to start your own company. Mm -hmm. And in that company, Directing Footsteps, you have coaching programs. And your coaching programs usually have um, six, there are six steps, or I guess you could say sessions that uh, you you help people, six different areas. Could you give a, a high level overview of those? Yeah, the the current one is uh, it's called uh, the Cost of Success. It's a Cost of Success course, and uh, yeah, it definitely it has six different areas, and it just kind of was born sort of uh, organically. Uh, I was with some clients, and what I found out is that a lot of the times that dep- not even depending on the industry. But across industries, many people have the same type of challenges. Uh, and it was just six things that, you know, I, I, uh, I found. And one of them was vision. You know, that was that session one. Another one was dealing with uh, individuals and their belief system and understanding why they have some behaviors. The third one talks about the strengths. You know, everyone has strengths and weaknesses uh, and being able to really identify what your strengths are, one, so that you can know how you're shaped and two, so that you can know how to build a team around you. And then uh, the fourth one was just dealing with your relationships in life. Um, You know, who are you, who do you surround yourself with? We talk about the mentorship, but we talk about your peers and your support group and those who uh, will help you be held, be held accountable. And then the fifth session, we talk about your intake uh, you know, we talk a lot of people, especially right now, a lot of people are talking about being vegans or uh, not eating meat and all these things. And which is not a bad thing. But, you know, I, I hit it from a different perspective of what is your intake uh, from your mind? What's your spirit intake? Your 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 the books you're reading, the videos you're watching, the music you're listening to, the conversations you're having. And so that session really deals with your intake and your activity. What di- uh, disciplines or practices do you have? And then finally, I just the last session talks about how do we put all this together and move forward. Now that we have everything, how do we put it all together and move forward to success? That sounds awesome. Sounds like a very holistic approach to helping people in all these different areas. Like you don't just, you know, focus on one area, but you look at that person as a whole, thinking about their strengths, um, thinking about what their their inputs are. Like you said, the things you mentioned earlier and how all that contributes to where they're at now and where they want to be so absolutely sounds great sounds great yeah absolutely and it's been successful it's been successful um and when i i say success from the standpoint that the individuals who have gone through it uh, their lives have changed for the better Uh, there's they see results that they want and for me that you know that's really what i do it for to ensure that individuals are able to make that progress and, and to see the success they desire 
Great. That's great. So before people come to you, they probably realize first that they might be stuck in a comfort zone. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how would you define a comfort zone? Well, basically, a comfort zone is somewhere or something or some state of mind or some state of living uh, that, quite frankly, that you're just used to. It uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that you like, for instance, uh, individuals who are uh, maybe working a job, let's just use this as an example, uh, that they really don't like, but they're comfortable because, number one, they're used to going to work every single day. They're used to putting in the 8 to 12 hours. They're used to getting paid every two weeks or every week, whatever that is, and they have, they find some security in knowing that they'll receive a certain amount if they put in a certain amount of hours. And so even if they don't like the scenario or they don't like the environment, they're used to it. It, it provides them security. So therefore, it becomes a comfort zone. And so a lot of times individuals will uh, remain in places like that because there's a fear of change. And so when when individuals that have conversations with me and start to have conversations and they start making all these excuses about why they don't want to do things that they may really want to do or they desire to do or things that they uh, feel drawn to do, we start to identify these different places in their life that are comfortable and that they're their, com- their comfort zones. Okay. So I was curious, you think there's a difference between being in a comfort zone and being content? Do you think someone can be content in a comfort zone? Are they always going to feel like they need to be doing more or they can just be um, content in their comfort zone? So content, content talks about being almost like in a state of peace or happiness yeah. or to be satisfied, right? And comfort, again, speaks to, it can, as relates to the comfort zone that we're talking about here, really speaks to a place of security, a place where, again, you're used to it. You can actually be in a comfort zone, quote unquote, and not be content. Now, that may sound uh, like an oxymoron or, or counterproductive, but if I'm in a place that I don't like, if I, like I said, if I don't, if I don't like my job, mm-hmm. and I'm still working there, but I refuse to do anything else because I'm afraid of what may or may not happen. It's almost like the old saying, uh, "The devil you know is better than the devil that you don't know." Mm, true, I've heard that in- before. Individuals are so comfortable in it's you know you think about abusive relationships, you think about uh, different things like that. People are comfortable. They're used to it. That doesn't mean that they're content, but they're used to it. And there's nothing worse than having someone who's discontent in a comfort zone. Ask, you can ask any manager, any uh, CEO, any employer, if they have someone who's, because they'll cause division, they'll cause chaos, but they won't quit their job because they're comfortable what they're doing. And so is it, is it the same thing to be content in and be in a comfort zone? Not necessarily. A person can be content Content and still take chances. A person can be content and still pursue a dream. A person can be content and still have that uh, desire to grow or to do more, to do better. And they're still content because, again, it's a state of mind. It's a state of peacefulness, a state of being satisfied, but still having the, the desire to uh, to do more things like me, myself right now. You know, I'm, I am so content where I'm at. Uh, are there some things that I still want to achieve in life? Yeah. Uh, but I have peace about where I'm at today. I don't have the anxiety. I don't have the discontentment. I, I really am content. I have, you know, my beautiful wife, my children, uh, the things that I, I am blessed to do as it relates to connecting with different individuals, speak at different locations, uh, share the gospel to, to to people on different platforms. I'm really content. But there are so, still some things that God has shown me 
that I want to accomplish, but I am content to where I am. Yes. And thank you for explaining that difference. So as we stay in our comfort zones, do you think, I'm sure you will tell us there the consequences of staying in our comfort zone. What are some of those? Well, one of one major one is that uh, you'll never achieve your purpose. You'll never achieve your dreams. You'll never achieve your goals. You would you will never do the things that are really pulling at your heart. And uh, one of my good friends, we talk about this a lot to kind of encourage each other is we don't want to be laying on our deathbed and say, I wish I had have done this or I wish I had have done that. Individuals who stay in the comfort zone, they have a lot of regret because they say, well, if I would have took more chances or if I if I would have just trusted God, if I would have just uh, had more faith to do, if I would have just did that. Individuals who live in their comfort zone, they have that haunting them all for the rest of their life because they don't take chances. They don't trust God enough to step out of those comfort zones. And so if you stay in it, the consequences, you're going to miss the opportunity to, to get your dreams fulfilled. And then you're also going to miss the opportunity to see God move like you've never seen him move before, because we recognize that God responds to our faith. And therefore, our faith says that my ability to believe or to have an assurance of something that has yet to happen. And it's the evidence of, of that thing. And so if I'm going to be comfortable, I'm going to be resisting doing things, making decisions or moving in an, in an area that is prompted by faith because faith said it's not necessarily in the natural but i know god told me i know it's going to happen so if i if i stay in my comfort zone i may never experience god in a way like i would when i move outside of my comfort zone definitely and the first person that popped up in my mind was the story of of abraham in the old testament in genesis how -hmm. god told him to leave his his homeland to go to a new land he had made him a promise and that takes a lot of faith to just you know pack up everything and go and you mentioned like if he hadn't if he had stayed where he was he probably would have kept worshiping the guys like his family did um stuck in the ways all the things that his family did but you know god called him and he was obedient and he mm-hmm. got to see god move he became the father of many nations he got absolutely fulfilled all the promises to him even though i mean it took some time and it took a lot of trust in god but mm-hmm. he saw all the things that you know god told him would happen come to pass Absolutely. That, that is an awesome, awesome example, because when you look at the text and you look at the story of Abraham, you recognize that it said that his father had servants. Mm-hmm. And so they were a family that more than likely was probably in good standing in that community. And so when you think about it probably would have been comfortable for him to stay. Definitely. But the 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 faith enough to leave that comfort zone. And to go to a place where he had never seen before. And God said, I will show you. Then that's that required him to move outside of his comfort zone. And he like you said, he experienced God like never before. And he became the father of many nations. So that's an awesome, awesome example. Yes. And our comfort zone in 
I think that's uh, Abraham is a good example too because it's not just he did move from one place to another, but our comfort zones are not just you know physical places, but they're also Absolutely. mindsets, they're um, thought processes. We have to change. It's even if you are in life and you're you're not moving somewhere, we still there are things that stop us from uh, walking in our God-given purpose. There might be fear or lack of self-confidence. These things we have to you know break free from in in order to grow. I, I, absolutely yeah definitely you you pointed that out you talked about seeing god move and if seeing god's purpose like we have to uh just break out of those things if we want to walk into the purpose that, that god has for us absolutely and when you say things like break out get free from you do recognize that that implies something that is it is a reality that your comfort zone is a prison your comfort zone is a prison because it prevents you from moving for it. It limits you. It hinders you. It contains you. It oppresses you. And you're absolutely correct when you speak speak about it's not necessarily just physically moving. Right. A lot of times we don't even want to think new thoughts because they are so uncomfortable. A lot of a lot of us, and this is something that I share with my uh, with individuals I'm blessed to to to, to uh, serve in my coaching or even when I go speak in different places, I love explaining that a lot of times we don't know that our thoughts are being in prison because of some of the things that we believe without knowing that we believe them. A good example, you talked about having more, uh, having confidence, self-confidence. Well, some of us have believed for so long what other people say, what our actions in the past have told us about ourselves that we don't think that we can be quote unquote successful. All we believe is that we can receive a certain standard of living. And I'm not talking about just financial. I'm talking about even having a relationship with individuals who I can trust, who I can be intimate with and open up. And so there are different areas of our lives that we don't allow ourselves to move in because our thoughts and our beliefs say that we cannot do that. Therefore, we don't even think new thoughts. We think the same thoughts and it imprisons us from moving forward and moving in our purpose as God has designed us to do. All right. You about to take us to church. <laughs> yeah. Scripture says, as a man thinketh, think so it is in he. Yep. Yes. Yep. So and that's why we have to renew our mind continuously. It's a renewing. That is something that happens. It don't say renew. He says, by the renewing, it's a continual thing because as I continue to live life, I have new experiences. If I, as I have new experiences, I have to continue to change the way I'm thinking. God, what are you saying in this? I know what I believe. I know what has happened in the past, but Lord, what are you saying? And so I have to be open to have my mind continually renewed. And like you said, as a man thinketh, so is he. Yes, definitely. Continuous uh, improvement, continuous learning so crucial we can't just get into the mindset that we know everything or we're we're stuck um somewhere i'm sure even you know leaders ceos like they're always probably learning more and more they don't uh they don't stop and learn or stop and um stop learning i'm sure they're they're always you know even like as culture changes um mm -hmm. things change you have to stay you know relevant with things that are going on so absolutely yeah definitely they do Tr trust me when i tell you they do i sit, I sit down with many of them to know that those who refuse to learn that there it's it's not long before their company is not either going to be doing well or not going to be in existence. And with the way, like you said, with the way that the culture, the technology and things are changing, things are becoming more innovative. 
if you if you refuse to change with it, then to some capacity, to some degree, you're going to miss out. And you're going to lose out on, 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 on a lot of stuff, whether it be clients, whether it be finances, whether it be influence. And the CEOs that I sit with, those who are willing to learn continuously, their, their companies continue to grow, continue to be efficient and effective. Yes. So in one of your YouTube videos, you said, don't allow your comfort zone to dictate your life. How have you been able to escape comfort zones in the past? Mentors. My mentors. And that's why when we talked about when you said that coming on, I'm a, I'm a huge believer of that because my, my mentors, my, my disciple makers, those who have gone before me or those who are in the places where I want to uh, achieve, they help me change my way of thinking, which in effect takes me outside of my comfort zone. My first mentor that really blessed me and really helped me really was my pastor. And he had me look at life differently. He had me looked at, look at scripture differently. He had me look at my faith differently. And I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, extreme, like, you know, and I guess we probably don't want to get into all of that. But nonetheless, he helped me open my eyes to Jesus, to, to really look at him, to really see some of the things that, you know, that I assumed that were not true and look at the, the scriptures to be able to identify different things. And it really helped me move outside of my comfort zone as it relates to being a follower of Christ. And when that happened, everything else kind of started to be uh, open for me. I started to really challenge myself in finances, in my marriage, in raising my children, in my relationships. But it, it was it was all, uh, I guess you could say, started or uh, it all came from my interaction with my, with my pastor and how he was able to challenge me and help me to, to move outside of my comfort zone so that I would no longer allow those things to, to my comfort zone specifically to dictate my uh, my decisions in my life. And so it was my pastor, it was my mentor. And from there I've had, you know, my pastor still mentors me now, but I have other individuals who mentor me in business and finance and real estate and different areas of my life that continue to help me to move outside of my comfort zone. Yes. Sounds like your pastor was a great, great help for, for you to escape your comfort zones. And I also think, yeah, you you talked about your relationship with God, and I believe that's so important in helping us get out of our, our comfort zone. Um, knowing knowing His Word, um, knowing what He says about us as our identity in Christ, um, knowing that He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, and seeing how um, how He's helped people in the Bible. Um, we talked about Abraham, just different people in the Bible who have, you know, stepped out on faith, follow God's promise, and knowing that God, you know, he can't go back on his word. Like if he promises Absolutely. something, it's, it's going to come to pass. And building up your faith, if it's, the scripture says faith comes by hearing. So mm -hmm. here listening to, um, you know, sermons and reading the word and um, just building up your faith because we can't, if we, you know, rely on what we see in our physical eyes, like circumstances might seem bad. We might not want to leave the comfort of that job, but, you know, we have to see through our, our spiritual eyes and like knowing what, like you, you talked about strengths early in your culture program. And, and I'm sure your strengths, you know, lead you to have certain passions and you want to step out on faith and pursue those passions. So you have to see, okay, God gave me this gift. 
um, this should, you know, inspire me to go do this with it. If, if I feel like that's what he's leading me to do, even though in my physical uh, eyes, what I see, I, I see I'm getting, I'm getting this paycheck, you know, every week that's sustaining yeah. me. But I have to step out on faith and see in the spiritual um, what, you know, God's purpose is for me, what God's plan is for me, even though it, I might be uncomfortable. I might it might not be as consistent as my my day to day job was, but I have to be obedient and knowing that God will provide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. So is there anything else you will want to mention about comfort zones? Um, no, I don't know. No, I mean, I really I think that um, I think we covered it pretty good. I mean, you know, I would challenge individuals to reflect on their life um, different areas of their life, whether it be, um, you know, their purpose, their vocation, their work, what, they, what are they doing, their relationships, uh, peers, as well as, you know, the significant other or the spouse relationships and really just kind of reflect and ask yourself the question, am I in these in this relationship? Am I working this job or am I doing this just because it's comfortable, just because it is something that I find security in? Or is this what God is really leading me to do? Is this what is this my passion? Is this my desire? Is this the thing that I really feel led to do? And if it's not, I would encourage you to, you know, be very prayerful about what that actually is that he has placed inside you. Um, please, 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 please do not allow finances uh, to hinder those decisions. I cannot stress that enough. I, we, and, and, you know, maybe we'll talk about it later or because you, you, you want to talk about my book a little bit as well. But, you know, my family, my wife and I, we've gone through many different challenges financially. However, it's and I can't say as soon as but I do know this. What I'm doing today, when I first started it, it was something that we didn't understand at the time what that would look like on receiving resources to provide for our family. We had we've been married for 12 years. We have three children two that live with us. And so, you know, we had to provide. Mm. And I can say that God has met every need every time, regardless of what we thought we had in our pocket, in our bank account, or what was coming in. So please do not allow finances to bring so much fear that you are afraid to move out in faith. Because once you move out in faith, I promise you God will respond to that. Definitely. And yeah, definitely. If you have um, more you want to share, that's fine as well. Uh, we can we can still talk about your book also. So if there's anything else you want to add to that, feel free. And congratulations on 12 years in marriage. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Trust me. It <laughs> it has not been easy and it's not because of her. It is all because of me. I am a difficult person. And uh, and I really and I genuinely mean that my wife is. My wife, Amanda, is really amazing in the way that God has allowed us to uh, to to remain together for 12 years. It's just it's nothing short of a miracle. And I'm very, very grateful uh, for those 12 years. So appreciate that. Uh, no problem. And I guess I'll just want to add also, even though we were talking about mostly with jobs, like I, I know that you can have comfort zones in just any area, um, even though you might not be feeling led to lead your job, but um, perhaps getting involved at your church or oh, absolutely. Um, just so many different areas we have in our lives that we can uh, have comfort zones. And so just definitely see where this like applies to you and uh, just like um, 
Antoine said earlier, do some reflection and see is there, if there's any area in your life you feel that you might have a comfort zone in and um, just follow what we're saying to try to break out of it. Because Absolutely. as Antoine so eloquently said, comfort zones <laughs> are prisons. So we want you to break out and be free where the spirit yeah. of the Lord is, there is freedom. There so. is freedom. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I think that, I think you, you hit on something. We talk about at church and, and the ministry where you, you're serving. Um, first off, pray that you are somewhere. Uh, please don't get caught up in this, this whole um, thought that you don't have to be connected with a local assembly or a church. We are the church. Amen. Listen, you are not the church by yourself. In fact, the, the, the terminology, the word for church, which is ecclesia, it is the called out ones, plural. It is the called out ones. Therefore, you by yourself, you're not the church. So make sure that you want to connect. Scripture identifies neglect not the assembly. Now, that does not just mean that don't, you know, just show up and come together. He also goes on to say that you are to be of one mind and one spirit. The only way that you can be of one mind and one spirit is if you come into agreement about what God is saying he's doing through you collectively. Therefore, you have to be able to find yourself with a collective bunch of believers so that you can hear what God is saying to you collectively. So just don't 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 fall for the whole okie doke that you don't need to be good at church. All you got to do is just follow follow what he's saying and read your Bible and pray. Those are good disciplines, but if you want to be effective, you want to be at the church. In fact, he says that a branch apart from me, excuse me, a vine apart from me is a branch. A branch doesn't produce. He's the vine. And so we want to connect to him, the body of Christ, which is believers collectively. Now, sorry, I had to, I felt like I just needed to say that, but nonetheless, wherever you are located, whatever you, wherever you are serving, step out in faith. Don't sit in the pew. Don't sit in the chair. Just share. Just do what you feel led to do. Come out your comfort zone. I know when I first started preaching, or, or should I say teaching, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I, and I, and I write, I talk about it in, in greater depth in my book, Bargain Basement Jesus. I talk about how I really felt like I shouldn't have been the one to do it for multiple reasons, not to mention what I was struggling with, but I just felt like I shouldn't have been the one. Why they asking me? I don't know much about scripture at the time. And, you know, and so they asked me to share, okay, whatever, you know, I'm a, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone and I'm going to do it. But I thought I was, I was uh, unlearned. I thought I was ill-equipped. I thought I was the act, the one person that was doing it based on my, my history, based on the, the alcohol addiction, the sex addiction, based on the adultery. Life. I, I, why am I the one speaking? But, I stepped outside of my comfort zone. And as a result, and I said this earlier, when you step outside that comfort zone, when you just 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 move in faith, God will respond. And so if you have the the uh, the, the pull or the, the 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 urgency or the drive to move out and to serve somewhere or to just to do something, go ahead and do it and just let God respond in faith. If you're moving in the wrong direction, he'll correct you. And all that means is that he's going to say, nope, not this way, that way. It's still a win-win because God is still interacting with you. So definitely move outside your comfort zone and try whatever you feel like God has put on your heart to try. Right. We all have gifts and talents that we, that God, you know, called us to share. One person's the hand, one person's the foot. So, I mean, you're, you're, local community somewhere someone needs what you what Absolutely. you have what god placed in you so yeah definitely um share share with your church your local community 
even the world, um, if that's your platform. You never know. Amen. No, for real. Amen. Definitely. Definitely. So you mentioned your book, uh, Bargain Basement Jesus. Tell us a little bit more about it. So ultimately, it's it's another one of those things um, that, you know, deal with coming, going outside of my comfort zone. Um, When I wrote it, I never, I never really had the intentions of writing it. Um, what, what I was doing at that time, I was uh, just putting down some thoughts on a paper. Um, individuals were asking me the question of, you know, faith and what it meant to follow Jesus. And again, at that time, I was, you know, fairly new to the commitment of faith. And so I was like, you know, what y'all asking me for? I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out myself. And so uh, as I was having conversations with individuals, what I had learned was that they had similar questions that I had when I started to have a real thirst and a desire to pursue after him. And so I was outside in the front yard, I was trimming the bush and here in Phoenix, you know, it's hot. So I'm out there sweating and, you know, I was just thinking and, you know, the spirit, you know, reminded me of uh, the scripture says that talks about that one must first estimate the cost. And when I thought about that, I said, you know, God, I thought, I thought Jesus paid the cost. You know, he went on the cross, cross, he paid the cross, the cost. He said, well, he paid the cross, the cost for your salvation, but as it relates to a relationship, it is going to cost you something else. And so I went to the scripture and I was able to, you know, read and see what Jesus was talking about. And what I realized is that in order for us to continue to grow in our relationship with Him, to grow closer to Him, to have the intimacy that we that He desires to have with us, it costs us to do that. We just can't say that I'm a believer and expect all these perks. It's like you know, getting a membership at the local gym and saying, well, I got a membership now. I expect either to gain muscles or to lose weight. You got to put in the work. And so he gave me some scripture that uh, allowed me to, you know, have some insight and some some direction and was able to uh, connect it to different parts of my own personal journey. So this book is a very personal book. A lot of individuals have said, you know, I can't believe that you said, said that in your book. I would have never said it. But at the same time, I think that that uh, transparency and to allow people to see what it really looks like to follow Christ. Uh, do I do I believe I'm the perfect Christian? Absolutely not. Uh, but I know I serve a perfect God that despite my imperfections, he's still able to use me. And I share that in the uh, in the book, Barking Basement Jesus. It has been truly a blessing. It has allowed me the opportunity to travel, to speak in different places. The book itself has traveled and gone international it's in uh it's in india it's in africa it's canada and it's in different places of course in the uh in the united states but it's really been a blessing again god has just he just shared some scripture i think i have maybe 12 or 13 chapters in it Uh, and again it just really focuses on uh, how to obtain that intimate relationship with christ that he so desperately desires with us and that's i keep saying that because i think sometimes we get caught up on you know, quote unquote, sins that keep us far away. But God desires us. He wants to have a relationship with us. And once we really understand that, we kind of have changed our perspective on our relationship. And we realize that if he desires to have such a relationship, so much so that he gave his son for us, even when I was doing wrong, he still gave his son for me. As Romans says, how much more now that I'm in relationship with his son, what else will he hold back from me? And so once we grasp that and understand how much he loves us and how much he desires to have a relationship with us and to speak with us, like he did with Abraham, he came by, he stopped, he talked to him. God desires the same relationship, the same way 
you and I are speaking to each other on the phone. We can speak to, to God that way. We can have a relationship with Christ that way. And and I just, you know, share that in the book. And that's why it's entitled Bargain Basement Jesus, because the cost that Christ himself paid, the cost we have to pay is a bargain basement cost in comparison. So that's what the book's about. I feel like I just kind of rambled. But, yeah, that's what the book's about. Oh, that sounded great. Um, Thanks for sharing with us about the book. And the gym membership analogy, I'm going to have to use that <laughs> going <laughs> forward. Um, is the book, is it available on your site, on Amazon? Is there? It's, it's available on my site, AntoineAnderson.com. Uh, it's also available on Amazon.com. Again, it's called Bargain Basement Jesus. You can purchase the hard copy or you can get the uh, ebook on for, on Kindle, also on Amazon.com. You can also get it on BarnesandNobles.com. I'm sure if you go to your local bookstore, it's probably not on the shelf, but you can ask them to order it. Uh, I've had individuals do that. So, yeah, you can get it online on Amazon, Bars and Nobles, or you can go to my website, AntoineAnderson.com. That's A-N-T-I-O-N-E, Anderson.com. And, in fact, I can send you a link to get them directly to the page. Okay, sure. We'll put that link in our show notes so people can get quick access to it. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely check out. Is that is that your only book? Is you have others, Actually, I, right? I have another one that okay. I, I just released, um, and it's 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 a shorter book. It's called uh, "Greatness Written in Your DNA," mm-hmm. and that you can that is only available on my website. Uh, it's an ebook. Uh, in fact, anyone who's listening to the show here today, I'm going to uh, submit a uh, a discount code where you can just go on the show, on the, uh, my website and just download the, the book for free. Again, it's called uh, Greatness Written in Your DNA. And then I'm in the process of putting together two other uh, courses uh, that are similar to the um, Cost of Success course. And they'll be up in, on my website here shortly. And as soon as those are released, I'll definitely send you guys a, a notification so that you can let the listeners know. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm sure they will love that. And I will, too, because I'm going to use it myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Please do. No, please do. I tell people, just, you know, go ahead and use it. I, I, that's why I wanted, you know, my, my thought was, I, I, number one, I think the content is great, personally. Um, and everyone who's read it, I'm, saying, I'm referring, actually referring to both books. But I wanted to give some give individuals something that they can have immediately. Um, and just as a gift. I mean, the whole thing for me, I believe that the con- getting the content out is the most important. Everything else will follow. So I wanted to make sure I can, can make that happen. That's that's great. That's great. Um, so you did mention your website earlier. Um, how else can people find you online on social media, um, different places online? Yeah, I'm I'm on uh, I am on Instagram, and my Instagram name is Directing Footsteps, which is the uh, the name of my uh, my company, Directing Footsteps LLC. So you can find me on Instagram. Just search Directing Footsteps. Uh, I do put photos and different inspirational quotes on there as well. Uh, I am on Facebook. I have a uh, page on Facebook. It is Antoine E. Anderson. You just search that on Facebook. And I am also on Twitter. And that is Antoine071185. Okay. Okay. Um, Definitely follow him across social media. I'm sure he shares so much wisdom. Um, You'll be you know, convicted to break out of your comfort zone if you haven't already by listening to us, which I'm, I'm probably sure, I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs> prayerfully, prayerfully. Yes, yes, prayerfully. 
Um, before I ask you if you have any questions for me, um, is there anything else you would like to add? Um, you know, one of the, um, the things that uh, I really hold dear to me, and it's, 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 a, it's actually my favorite scripture, uh, and it's the thing that, you know, that really keeps me pushing, uh, and that is uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. He says, that for I, I know the plans. This is God speaking. He says, I know the plans I have for you, uh, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And that res- has always resonated with me. And even today, um, it's something that keeps me going because I may not necessarily understand the place that I'm at today, but I trust that I'm still in his, I'm still on target with his purpose for me. In fact, I shared here recently um, uh, at church that we can't chase places. We have to chase purpose because we can chase the place that's comfortable and then we'll miss the purpose of God. And when you think about even those who are in the Bible, you think about Abraham or Abram at the time, you know, he wasn't chasing the comfortable place. He was chasing the purpose of God. You think about Joseph, he was in prison, he was in a pit, he was at Potiphar's house, in an uncomfortable place, but he was in his purpose. Think about Moses, he was on the backside of the desert when God's, when his purpose found him. You think about uh, Paul, shipwrecked, terrible place, uncomfortable place, but he was still in his purpose. And then of course you think about Jesus at the cross, the most uncomfortable place that you probably can ever find, but he still, it was still in God's purpose. And so regardless of what you're going through, regardless of uh, the place that you're at, constantly, constantly seek God's purpose for your life. And I promise that as he says, he knows the plans he has for you. And wherever you are, whatever the place you're at, it's on purpose. And it's designed to help take you to an expected end. Wow, that is so good. Um, so good. Um, you mentioned uh, Bible verse. Are there any other resources, like any books that have helped you, inspired you, or motivated you also? Man, where can I start? Um, <laughs> uh, one of the books that, um, let me see. So there's a book entitled The Gift of Being Yourself. Uh, it's by a, a gentleman by the name of David Benner. Uh, that's a good book to uh, to read. It talks about how there is a gift in just being who you are, knowing who you are, and how it's uh, interconnected with who God is. Um, and a lot of times people say, well, you're supposed to know who you are first. And then, no, if, if you know who God is, then you'll learn more about yourself. So that book, again, that was called The Gift of Being Yourself uh, by David Benner, B-E-N-N-E-R. Uh, there's also a book called The Fearless Life by Jensen Franklin. Um, that I believe that can help uh, help individuals step outside their comfort zone because it talks about fear and, and overcoming fear. And then, of course, my book, Bargain Basement Jesus, I definitely would encourage you uh, to pick that up again because you will be able to see um, I'm a little bit raw and uncut. Let me warn you. I talk about real stuff. I talk about my uh, my sex addiction. I talk about my uh, my adultery lifestyle. I talk about a lot of stuff, but it's because I believe that we are all real people. And it's important to see how God is still able to use uh, those things and how, able God, how God is able to, able to work through those things. So my book, Bargain Basement Jesus, uh, I believe will also be one that you can pick up. I mean, I have so many other resources, but those are the ones that just kind of uh, jumped out right now. All right. Um, thanks for sharing those. We'll include those in the show notes as well, um, some of your, your top resources. So that's that's great. Do you have any questions for me? No, I think we 
I think we pretty much covered everything. I, I mean, I thank you again for, I really, I genuinely appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to come in, uh, trusting me with your audience. I do not take that for granted. I'm very, very grateful for that. No problem. Um, thank you so much for joining. I feel like we could almost like just keep going. Like all the things you were saying, like I was definitely um, listening and just appreciating all of the stuff you were sharing about um, comfort zones. And it was, it's very helpful. I know I'm going to take it and, and reflect on just where I am. And it was, it was great. I, it seemed like you could keep going and I could keep listening. So <laughs> <laughs> well, praise the Lord. I appreciate that. Yeah. We'd be definitely open to having you back on um, in the future. And we just have to see what, um, what topics you would be interested in. So that would be, that would be great. I'm, I'm open to it. Just let me know. We schedule it. All right. Thank you so much. Follow us on social media. Check out our website at www.goandgrowshow.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our handle is Go and Grow Show. Please don't forget to leave us an iTunes review and remember, share the fun and share our episodes with family, friends, coworkers, or anyone that wants to be encouraged.